0: Good morning, Charged Up Studio listeners. I am so glad to have you here with me once again. This is Dana Olivo, your host and CEO of Marketatomy LLC. And today we have a very special guest with us. Commissioner Russell Weigel, Florida's Chief Financial Regulator, is here with us today to talk about his efforts to create awareness and attract investment dollars to Florida. Let's please all welcome Commissioner Russell Weigel to Charged Up Studio. Good morning, Commissioner.
1: Good morning, Dana. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here.
0: No, I'm glad to see you too. And this is a subject that's always interested me, being located here in Florida. I've always thought that we just did not have the capital money coming in this state for the amount of business that we're generating down here. So... So let's get started. What does the Office of Financial Regulation do and how does that impact investing?
1: Thank you. Well, I'm employed by the Office of Financial Regulation and uh, this, this agency is in charge of providing regulatory oversight for Florida's financial services industry. You know that we have broad jurisdiction in the financial services area, We uh, issue charters to state banks, charter uh, state credit unions. We regulate the securities industry, the brokers and the investment advisors and offerings that are conducted by companies in state. And we also regulate consumer finance. And so that would include mortgage lending, um, payday lending, uh, check cashing and money transmission. And so we cover a lot of areas.
0: You got a big job on your hands here. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's big, but it's exciting, too. It's thrilling to, uh, you know, to serve in this capacity.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about anything that has to do with money coming in and out of Florida.
1: (laughs) Pretty much, yes. The only thing we we don't have jurisdiction over is insurance. So, um,
0: oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So what are some of the challenges that entrepreneurs and investors face in Florida and and keep in mind you know our listener audience is primarily solo micro entrepreneurs so they're just at that stage of considering do I want to get investment dollars I'm starting out I'm self-funded right now kind of explain a little bit of the challenges that these entrepreneurs are facing
1: Well thank you I I think uh Florida is caught up by its own background, history, um, as you're probably well aware. I mean, we unfortunately have been uh, one of the uh, fraud capitals in, in the country, and uh, particularly in South Florida. And we have, a, uh, have always had a very bad reputation, you know, about scamming seniors and scamming investors and so forth. And uh, so our uh, regulatory program has been built to deal with that. It's, it's a very tough program. Um, it's it's very tough on small business in particular because it you know historically uh, you know many small enterprises, particularly penny stock offerings and so forth, that you know were conducted in the state were fraudulent, and uh, and a lot of people have been hurt over the years. So Florida has that that background, but meanwhile we've also changed demographically. You know in the last decade at least and in population as you may well know I mean we're now the third largest state so we've edged out New York now we're behind Texas and California and those other three states are the the three states where uh, they have developed in-state capital systems Florida does not that's why I painted the background about our history but i I think we need to you know become you know much more like like they are, and open you know, some of our uh, avenues that we've foreclosed in the past and allow small, small companies to, to start seeking capital, because that's how we're going to end up moving forward consistently. Uh, we're moving forward because we have an influx of population. We have a phenomenal amount of wealth in the state. We also have a history of being predominantly real estate investment-focused and not business investment focused. And I think that's, that's uh, going to be an educational issue for the state going forward. And that's something we can talk about. So the mindset of a lot of people in the state is not aimed at businesses. In particular, the reason that I I embarked on this initiative to try to change the uh, securities code and and create an ecosystem for the formation of capital for small companies in the state was driven by the fact that I was observing, of course, the difficulty in funding small companies, but also the fact that those companies that do get funded usually are getting funded out of state. That also presents a potential brain drain for particularly young people in the state as they seek jobs. Uh, oftentimes their their job opportunities are with smaller companies and uh,
0: right. if the
1: companies are are only getting their expansion capital out of state then those folks are going to leave the state to go get jobs and that doesn't make sense to me
0: so why have we gotten a reputation as far as for fraudulent activity and things like that why did we is it because we we were a transient state primarily or what caused a lot of that why was Florida targeted, is what I'm saying. Can you get well, into that?
1: I think it's, yes. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, in part the fact that, you know, we have a history of uh, selling swampland as beachfront. You know, the, pon- the ultimate Ponzi scheme origins were here, you know. And, you know, the warm weather always attracted the, uh, the wrong elements and mm-hmm. also attracted the re- retirees. You know, it was a bad mix.
0: So tell us about your draft legislation you know how will this proposal address florida's capital funding needs for small and expanding businesses
1: thank you well we can only change our statutes i can't uh, do much more than that at, at this level uh, but that would be a big lift and it's something that we're we're excited to uh, to embark on and basically the idea is we're trying to lay the guardrails for the development of, a, of an ecosystem that would support the funding of small enterprises. We're doing that in part by reducing some of the barriers to entry that were posed by our existing statutory scheme. And we're also including in our initiative some ideas from other areas, such as the Securities and Exchange Commission has come out with a couple of uh, ideas in the past couple of years. And I think those are good ideas. Uh, We're also trying to fix some of the federal ideas that Florida internalized in in terms of its legislation, and it didn't work here, so we're trying to fix those. And by that, I'm referring to crowdfunding. There there are a number of things I can can touch on that I think are going to be exciting features of the legislation that might be relevant for your audience. And uh, so to, to speak about crowdfunding in particular, crowdfunding never worked in Florida. We enacted a crowdfunding statute in 2015. And this is for in-state crowdfunding offerings. And it was patterned after the 2012 Jobs Act, the federal crowdfunding program. And the reason Florida enacted its own statute, it, like many other states, got tired of waiting uh, for the SEC to step in and create the rules that would implement federal crowdfunding. The SEC didn't get into gear until 2016. So Florida jumped in in 2015 and created a system that was mirrored after a federal program, And it just didn't work in Florida. It was too complicated. The federal system had some interesting features to it, and that is it it tried to leverage Internet advertising as a means of conducting offerings for small companies. By conducting Internet offerings, it required those to be conducted by a third party called a portal. It was an online enterprise that was showcasing crowdfunding offerings, much like a Kickstarter or GoFundMe campaign, but for investment purposes. Those portals just never signed up in Florida. And so without the portals, no company in Florida was able to actually do one of those offerings.
0: Right,
1: And uh, so it was just dead on arrival. But the, the idea of that system, I think, is exciting. Because if it's done correctly, and, and one, of the, one of the reasons, it's a, it's a thing at the federal level, but it's not a very prevalent thing. Um, there, there are offerings conducted every year in the crowdfunding space, but there are not a whole lot of them. And, uh, and, and one of the, the reasons I think is just frankly, it's very expensive for the companies to engage in and they have uh, significant upfront costs and uh, they get charged significant broker fees by the portals. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, their net capital received is a lot smaller than probably they would like in a lot of cases. Right. And so we, we're looking at that and trying to think of ways that, um, that we can do online investment solicitation in a way that reduces cost. Because in the Florida market, you know, we're much more locally focused. And that's the purpose. I mean, every company in Florida, if they want to do a national campaign, can, they can do it in the federal system. Whether they would you be have successful,
0: Yeah, you have a lot of SEC guidelines you have to follow, you know, in order to do that. Now, it's my understanding that we do have one or two portals here that seem to be pretty good. I mean, FINRA approved, you know, that type deal, right?
1: Yes. Well, we have several FINRA licensed portals in the state, but those are licensed to conduct federal offerings. We got our first Florida-only portal like a month ago. And that's, that's a new thing here. It's our first start. I'm not sure oh, that, that portal has signed up any uh, clientele yet, but that's the starting point is to get, get portals incentivized. So one of the features that we're, we're uh, including in the bill to incentivize portals is to, to register for Florida purposes, is to allow them to do other kinds of offerings, not tie them only to crowdfunding deals. And uh, so give them some flexibility. At the same time, if we have a company that feels like it wants to do its own crowdfunding offering in the state and, and feels that it has the capability to, uh, to launch that, why not let them? Why do we have to incur the expense of a third party if, if they can do it themselves? So
0: Especially as if these portals are following the guidelines so that it's protecting them against doing something illegal. Or of course.
1: Yeah. They, yeah. yeah the court, the portals have to be compliant. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely.
0: Exactly. Then you That's don't have it. to worry about going out and finding another third party, like you said, and paying thousands of dollars for it. So right. I know you've been kind of pushing this out and, and creating awareness for what you're trying to do here. How has it been received in the early discussion so far?
1: Um, I think everybody that we've talked to has been very excited. And uh, we've talked to a number of different entrepreneur communities, such as um, incubators around the state, associations that are focused on this. We've talked to some venture capital funds. We've talked to a a number of FINRA licensed portals, for example, and gotten their Mm -hmm. feedback about Mm -hmm. what's working and not working for them. We've internalized this, this feedback and made it public on our website so that the public you know, can continue to offer up comments. And uh, and that alone has been an exciting process because we're trying to get into the marketplace and find out what it is they want and do a uh, ultimately a data-driven analysis on what kinds of things they would like to see in a Florida landscape for this capital market. But we envision a, a multi-year effort at this. And uh, right now we're working on a, a what we, I refer to as a 1.0 version bill that um, we'll we'll put a number of of the, of the tracks down um, in the direction that we think are important, and then we'll do a deeper dive in the in the coming year with a lot of the comments that we've received and other concepts that that have been proposed, and see what what we think is going to work, what the what the public wants. See if we can make a 2.0 version of our bill at that point. That would assume, of course, that the 1.0 version gets passed, which it might not. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And anytime you're putting some kind of bill together, it's 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 really complicated and long.
1: Yes. And we're also, you know, we're, it's long for other reasons. I mean, we, we're also trying to modernize the uh, securities code. It hasn't really been modernized or, or addressed in probably at least 15 years. And uh, a lot has changed. And it's
0: like trying to modernize the constitution. <laughs>
1: Sort of. Yes. I mean, it's definitely an amendment process. Yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) So Recently, um, we were talking and you had reported that Florida was number three in new business growth, but we're number 10 in capital investment in the nation.
1: No, we're far lower than 10. Um, Actually, uh, the the, uh, studies we saw would put Florida anywhere in the top three in the last couple of years in terms of startup companies or company creation however we're in the um, the bottom 10 certainly in the nation in in terms of e- expansion capital that's the problem i mean that that's indicative of the fact we just don't have a capital market here for small companies
0: well and and you indicated earlier that that has to do a lot to do with previous reputation of florida you know things like that so it sounds to me like in order to turn this around, we're talking more than just a, a resolution or a bill introduction. We're You're talking right. about a whole marketing campaign.
1: You're right. Yes. yes. I mean, and and it's a perpetual thing. I mean, we need to you know generate both awareness about the, the bill so we can get the system changed. Right. But, but there's a whole echelon that is uh, the, the ecosystem itself, which really needs to be pondered and pursued by the business community. Uh, to make it actually happen, and so that the, I mean, there's a there's an educational need for investors to understand what the benefits are of this system, and 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 what to what to watch out for, and likewise, you know, to educate entrepreneurs, and even on, educate the some of the incubators, uh, because not all not all of them are are savvy about supporting companies um, when they try to get funded. They may, you know, be focused more on, uh, you know, just Startup growth and organization and organic growth, I guess, and not not thinking about so much the um, the true uh, entrepreneur's spirit, which is to uh, right. you know, reach out to investors and and uh, the, the whole the whole point of investment funding is uh, to get a, a type of financing you need that you can't get from traditional institutions like 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 banks or credit unions, you know, or or from bootstrapping uh, your own enterprise. It's to be able to accelerate your growth. We, we need both sides of the, of that marketplace educated. And, and you,
0: uh, yeah, you talk about education and, and you and I have known each other for a few years now. You know, We've worked in the past together, but uh, that's part of where my business has been set up is through that education process, especially for solo and micro entrepreneurs and helping them understand how to position themselves for this investment capital and then how you know how to put themselves in the investor's shoes what do they want
1: exactly you know? that's exactly the, 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 the uh, that's making it. we have to get to a point where companies automatically know what what it takes to become investable
0: exactly. and
1: uh and so you know there's a curation process that they need to go through um because certainly not every company is 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 going to be set up to uh to, to enter into this you know type of program it's a different world and it's it's a very serious world and so we we want to make sure that uh, the companies that are ready and are going to take care of investment capital you know they're going to take care of their investors are the ones that are getting out there and that the that those are the only kind that the the investors want to see because we want to ultimately foster a marriage between investors and entrepreneurs but only you know marriages that are going to be successful you might say
0: no, I I agree. You know, um, I've been working here in Florida, gosh, <laughs> all my life, <laughs> but for probably the last 12 years on my own. And, you know, what I have seen, the changes in the entrepreneurial market here in Florida in general, okay, uh, primarily in Orlando, because that's where I'm at. But what I've noticed is the strongest growth sectors throughout the state uh, include the financial down in, in Miami, which is that's your financial hub. But then you've got technology that's growing in Lakeland because that is the central section of the state. And that's where your telecoms and your internet and a lot of those hubs are moving in there. You know, And then you've got simulation and optics here in Orlando. Why is it that the word is not getting out to these investors? These are leading industries that are changing the world.
1: Yes, and and that's one of the challenges. Um, Florida, I I, I say, is is balkanized. Um, You know, we we uh, we have different industries growing up in different regions of of the state. We have um, uh, a need for businesses generated by the academic community, um, the incubators, the accelerators. They need to connect with each other and start talking and we're trying to encourage that level of communication between the different areas of the state because although the industries may be different you know many of the problems that they and obstacles that that the businesses face are are the same they're common and we're 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 trying to start the conversations and promote the conversations so that the state connects itself that way so that the resources that the businesses need you know become available and that the word gets out um, ultimately, you know, to the investing public in the state about other opportunities. It's not just Miami. Uh, in yeah. fact,
0: Miami um, Miami's pretty much saturated right now. Uh,
1: that's what they tell me. And, uh, you know, they also tell me that, you know, it's easy to get funded here. We don't need your help. Thank you. Uh, and
0: uh, they're a you know, country in itself. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, well, I, you know, a year from now or two years from now, that tune may be different. Uh, certainly seen. Many business cycles in my life, and um, and I, and they're hot right now, but they're they're not going to be always, and uh, and then they're going to be looking around to wonder, well, what do we have here in the state to keep us going? Well, we need to build a, a system here in the state that, that benefits everybody, and and uh, but you know, I'm hearing from particularly in the in the northern part of the state, a outpouring of of need for this kind of uh, direction. And, uh, and and kind of a market because they want it, and they 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 don't have the uh, the same luxury of of the of the present that Miami has, and you know we need to serve all in the in this in this state.
0: Well, I know I've been in, in conversations with the Florida Chamber, you know, and things like that about what my company Market Atomy, is bringing to the table as far as the education side for these solo and micro entrepreneurs. And there's, there's an extreme interest in pursuing that. It's just a process. It takes a while to do that. And so with that being said, you talked a little bit about uh, the time frame for this proposed legislation that you're bringing in. Are we looking at three, four years down the road? Are we looking at two years? What, what do you think? You said, you know, getting through the first, like, like,
1: Uh, 101 and then 102. Right. The, the one O version is um, coming this fall and uh, we hope to get it launched in the legislature in Florida, but you know, that's out of our control once, I mean, we're, we're doing all we can to um, try to move it forward. The the history of a bill is, you know, often a, a multi-year process that uh, it needs to be launched one year. I mean, statistically it's, it's, Highly unlikely that that, that a bill will, will survive in its first year, um, but after three attempts, three years, uh, they are oftentimes successful. So it could be a three year project. It could be a four year project. Um, I'm uh, I'm I'm doing my best to make sure it's a one year project, and and hopefully that uh, you know we can stay on a, a one year for uh, 2021 2022. And then the, the 2.0 version would be the continuing conversation for the following year, because if we can get it done once, then well, I'm sure we can we can uh, you know finesse it uh, the following year or the year after. But we need it now, and uh, and I think the things that are in the 1.0 version are things that are going to uh, be significant changes and beneficial changes. And it's not just about lowering barriers. I mean, we're also increasing our enforcement capability uh, as part of the proposal, and we also um, I mean, in, in the bill itself, we're giving ourselves um, as an agency a couple extra teeth, you know, to be a little bit more uh, aggressive in the enforcement category. And
0: uh, we also have
1: a, another initiative in another agency bill we're doing that would give us additional law enforcement capability, you know, which would prim- primarily be focused on, on this same marketplace that is in the securities world. So I'm excited about the uh, the things we have going on.
0: So, uh, can you tell our listeners how they can get involved? You know, to help you oh. support this bill. What's what's the first step? You know, what can they do?
1: Thank you. The course we were always looking for their their feedback, which you can you can uh, push through on our website. You know, the the accumulated comments we've received are are visible there. So they can read through them and, and see what kind of ideas have already been thrown at us. And then if they can think of other creative um, things to add, uh, as I'm sure there's plenty more uh, opportunity um, and ideas out there that we just haven't heard, um, please submit them. And for the bill itself, we we, their, we need their direct support. And uh, I mean, that that's going to take the form of communicating with senators and, let, and uh, representatives to uh, show their support for the bill. Uh, the bill hasn't been filed yet, so we don't have a number for it yet, or a, a concrete name that people can refer to. And um, we're hopeful that, like early in the month of September, we will have that addressed. And then interested parties can submit their email uh, to us as well, and and uh, they can get it in our email list, and then we can communicate communicate with them and tell them, you know, like what the status is. And when when we get a bill number, that'll that'll be a a milestone achieved that uh, we can communicate out to them. Then they have some; they have a number they can refer to in all their communications with with the legislature. So that's going to be the first hurdle: is, is getting the thing filed and uh, and getting a number. And then we'll communicate that out. And then we're going to beg for public support. <laughs> so,
0: so the, the the website that they go to is that the businessaccelerationnetwork.com dot com slash Florida.
1: Um, that they that is a. A place they could go, yes. Um, they can also go to the to the agency's website, which is flofr.gov, and okay. there's a link on the homepage for um the, sec- the securities initiative.
0: F L O R L.
1: Sorry, F L O F R. So okay. Flor- it's like Florida Office of Financial Regulation. Say
0: you're 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 making it Orlando-based. <laughs> <laughs> What I just mentioned, businessaccelerationnetwork.com forward slash Florida. All right. So we are now at the end of another episode of Charged Up Studio. And that's it, guys. I want to thank you all for joining us today. And thank you, Commissioner Weigel. Um, make sure you leave a review on whatever podcast delivery platform you're on today, or you can go to our Charged Up Studio Facebook page and leave a review. If you want to learn more about different topics associated with growing a successful business, including developing your investment pitch, visit our e-learning platform, marketatomy.com. I look forward to talking with you again next week for another exciting episode where small businesses get charged up for success. Bye-bye. And you can always reach us at info at chargedupstudio.com. You can follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and contribute to our platform on Patreon.